that we are celebrating today, the beheading of John the Baptist, is it's a very somber day. It's a very somber feast. We just heard a, a very tragic uh, gospel reading uh, where we hear about John the Baptist being beheaded because of uh, Herod's uh, being seduced by uh, his wife's uh, daughter. And it's just a, a, a tragic story. And we know the story. We know what, what happens in, in uh, this gospel reading and, and in this feast. Uh, but I want to look at it in a little bit different way today, perhaps more willing in a challenging way for us, because, again, because it is such a somber feast, it is an opportunity for us to really look at ourselves and to really have an opportunity to do the thing that uh, John really preached. He preached right. A baptism of repentance, and he preached to push us towards Christ and for us to have a more complete understanding of who Jesus Christ is. And it takes an effort on our part to be able to do so. And so when we look at this story, we think about how tragic and terrible that, that this event uh, truly, truly was. Uh, but I want to look particularly at Herod, at Herod, because Herod is kind of an interesting character in, in this story, in this event that occurs. Uh, Herod has married his brother Philip's wife, Herodias. And now John had stood up to them and said that it was not right for them to be married because she had already been married to Herod's uh, brother. And I, I would imagine that she moved over because of more power with Herod and, and uh, perhaps, perhaps he was better looking than Philip. I don't know. But John stood up to them and said that what they did was wrong. And he really angered particularly Herodias. And Herodias wanted him dead from the beginning. But Herod, it says, at least arrested him, but kept him safe because he knew that John was a holy and a righteous man. And the gospel even goes further. It says that when he heard him, so he listened to John. He was perplexed, but he heard him gladly. That's really interesting to think about. Perhaps there was some sort of conscience that Herod had, and, and his conscience was pricked in a way that he wanted to keep John the Baptist safe, but also he knew that something that John was doing was right. And so he didn't feel comfortable just doing away with John. He was glad to hear him when he spoke. Been recognizing, I guess, that charisma, the spirit that was there with, uh, with John. And then, of course, he's seduced to do something that he didn't necessarily want to do because his passions took over. Well, the reason I want to look at Herod is because here's the challenge. We can be like Herod. Because sometimes we want to hear the gospel. Sometimes we want to go to church. Sometimes we want to be in the presence of God. Sometimes we hear the word of God. We hear the truth that is being proclaimed. We read about it. We see it before us. And perhaps sometimes when we hear it, we're a little perplexed. But we're glad to hear it. And sometimes we lock it away. Sometimes we put away our faith. Sometimes the, the, the world seems more interesting. And the things that we are doing at any given moment seem like they are better things for us to do. And so we put away our faith. And perhaps we think about it when we walk into the doors of the church. Where we think about it and we 
Facebook, but we lock it away at other times. And when we do that, we might even make promises, you know, I'm not going to, uh, I might do these things, these sins, but I will never do this other one. We make promises like that, just like Herod made the, the promise to not kill John, to keep him safe. And yet when we do that, when we lock away the truth, when we only hear it sometimes, when we are ready for it, when we want to hear it, we are setting ourselves up to be seduced by the world. To be seduced to a place where we will actually fall to a place where we had previously said that we wouldn't before. When we lock away the truth like that and don't have it in the forefront of our hearts, we might think we are strong, we might think we are going to be able to stand up to temptation, Brothers and sisters, we know that this world is extraordinarily seductive. And when we lock away the truth for any amount of time, we are setting ourselves up to be seduced by the world and to fall. And so what do we do to avoid that? John the Baptist said it. Repent. Repent. And in every icon that we see, John is pointing to Christ. Repent and have Christ in the front. Repent and make sure that Christ is the most important part for you. That if you're going to lock anything away, you're going to lock away the world. And you are going to focus yourself on Christ. And so, brothers and sisters, on this somber feast day, we have the challenge to look at our life and to truly take stock and see where am I locking the truth away? Where am I simply saying that I'm a Christian? And perhaps even going through the motions of being a Christian. But in reality, I lock it away for a good portion of the time. Where am I setting myself up for seduction? And how can I stop that from happening? So let us take stock of our lives, repent, and truly look and find those places so that we can make sure that Christ is at the forefront of our minds. That it is Christ that we are journeying towards and not the seduction of this world. Because this world wants nothing more than to bring us down. So brothers and sisters, let us take this example. Put truth in front of us.